So I'm not going to be on here long. I got a workout I got to go tend to. Yesterday was supposed to be arms and shoulders, and I skipped it. So now I got to go do it. So, but I do want to address something real quick. <clears throat> so let, me, let me pull up my screen. Because, look, black men, y'all are just like, I don't know if there's any fixing y'all. I don't even know if y'all want to be fixed. <sighs> Let me show y'all this. So I did a video some months back titled Black Men's Unemployment Numbers, right? You got a picture of Tommy on there talking about he has a, a six-figure job. If y'all those of y'all who are a fan of Martin, y'all will get the joke behind this, this meme. But in that video, we were talking about the article that came out saying that black men are like a $50 billion drain on the American economy. And it started rattling off the employment numbers where they said in that article, it was like 600,000 unemployed black men, despite there being like 10 million job vacancies in America, right? So we got this dude, Jay Taylor. He comes on to the, he watches the video. He says, so what's your suggestion? And how can you help, brother? <laughs> Yo, what you going to do for the community? What you doing type of thing? I tell this dude, I got a whole other channel with a realistic solution for the 21st century. Go subscribe. That's what I tell this dude. And then he comments back. I mean, it, was, it wasn't nothing crazy, but he said he was going to go subscribe. I was like, all right, cool. All right, hold on, let me find his, his exact comment because he left the comment after I took the screenshot. <clears throat> so let me, let me make sure I quote him correctly. As soon as I find it, where'd it go? Here it is. Oh. So he responded back, G. Dizzle, okay, cool, I will. And although I do not agree with the approach entirely, it is definitely needed. So stay tough on us. We need to hear it. Oh, G. Dizzle going to stay tough on you, right? And it's not because you black, even though that is a major factor in it. But it's simply because you're a man. You are, you are a chronologically grown man. You're not a child. Listen, you guys don't understand. I have these same conversations with my 15-year-old son. My 15-year-old son will be 16 years old in like a week, a week and a half or something like that. I literally have these conversations with my, old, my oldest son. I tell my oldest son, I'm like, listen, dude, <clears throat> you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be around the house like, like the other day, right? The other day, my wife told my son to clean the kitchen up. All right, my son comes downstairs, does this lackadaisical job, half-ass and BSing. He goes back upstairs. And then my wife comes back down and starts yelling and screaming. So I go around the corner to see what the hell all the fuss is about. She ain't there, you were supposed to do this, wipe this, do this, da 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 
I look at my son. I'm like, you know what? If I if I was the if I was your boss, I would have fired you, or you would be on the verge of getting fired. Like nobody is going to sit here and pay you money to do half-ass work. And so I had to have this whole lecture with him because something else happened like a couple days before that, and my son had said something slick to me. And so I got in my son's face, mushed him in his head, because I'm like, I don't play that back talk crap like they'll kind of back talk and talk a little slick to my wife because one he's taller than her and she kind of grew up slightly different from me but i don't tolerate that crap so i got my son in the truck we was going we was going somewhere and had him in the truck he was going with me it was like a 30 minute drive at least 20 of those minutes i was lightning to his ass Telling my son, like, listen, you are not seven years old. Your little brother is seven. He can go out there and do stupid, goofy stuff because he's a seven-year-old. Nobody expects perfection from a seven-year-old. He can come downstairs or he can go halfway clean up his room. Nobody's expecting him to be anything greater than a seven-year-old, soon to be eight. That's what he's supposed to do. He's still learning. I'm telling my son, I'm like, listen, you're about to be 16. I had my first job when I turned 14. I, I didn't even ask my parents. There was like this little thing going on, and this little this little carnival fair. I don't know what the hell it was, but whatever. It was like in 1994. I just went down there, asked for a job. Dude gave me a job. I was just a little operator. Pushed, I pushed the button. Kid swang on a little swing thing, and that was it. I got fired after like two days, <laughs> but I was 14. But then I, when I turned 15, I went and got my first real, real job. I was working at Burger King. I ain't asked my parents to go for no damn job. I just went down there and applied, you know, fill out the paperwork. And next, you know, I got hired. I was in there flipping burgers and I've had a job ever since. Right. Working at grocery stores. I used to work in a shoe store. I used to work at the cafeteria when I was in college Granted, I was at college on a full scholarship and I still had a job. I didn't even have to work. I still had a damn job. Military, you know, IT, all this crap, right? So I'm telling my son this. I'm like, listen, dude, nobody's going to give a fuck about you. You're at this age now where you got to get your crap together because nobody out there is going to give a damn about you. The only people that's going to care about you in this world are me and your mother and your grandparents. And your grandparents are getting older in age, so they ain't got the energy to be dealing with your craziness. But it's me and your mother and your younger brother. We're the only three people that actually will go hard in the paint for you and care about you and do whatever we got to do to ensure that you become successful. You know what I'm saying? But you have to do your part. Because when you get out into these cold streets, like when we're driving up and down the street, I'm giving them this lecture. He got little tears uh, welling up in his eyes. And I'm just lighting off into him because he pissed me off. And so we see these people outside asking for money at the stoplights. I'm like, listen, this, this is going to be you one day if you don't stop fucking around. Like, Because this is how I talk to my son. I curse him out. And then some people be like, why do you talk to him like that? Because I'm like, how do you think society's going to talk to him? At least when I curse him out, it's coming from a, a perspective of love and care because that's my damn son. That's my oldest son. My little mini me, Right. I care about the boy. I love the boy. You know what I mean? I would do anything. <clears throat> I would lay down my life for my children if I had to, right? 
And so I'm telling him, like, listen, this is going to be you. All these people you see out here asking for money at these stoplights, they had an opportunity to do something different. Somewhere along the path, they got they messed up. Whether it was drugs, alcohol, bad financial decisions, or some of them may have mental issues or whatever the case may be. But if you don't get your crap together, you're going to be one of these little niggas out here asking for money. And if I see you on this corner, I'm going to drive right past you like I don't even know you. Because you came from a you came from a family that gave you stability everything that you could have wanted you ain't never you ain't never went a day in your life of struggle you ain't never opened up that damn refrigerator and never saw no food in there you've always had shelter clothing pretty much anything that me and your mother could afford to get you you and your brothers right but if you don't snap up out of this lazy fucking mentality that a lot of y'all have, you're going to turn into a bum in society. And it's going to be your fault. And you come around me talking this white man crap, this solution crap. Listen, I'm going to treat you like I treat these niggas on the internet. Yeah, you my son, but you're going to get handed this work. You understand? And so I had these conversations with my own boy because I don't, believe in this excuse crap especially in this day and age of so much technology and information out there there's literally no excuse so when i see what i believe to be grown men like jay taylor i don't i don't know who jay taylor is he could be a teenager 20 something 30 i don't freaking know but when i see him coming on here talking about what's the solution it's this same tired story with black folks especially black men what do you mean what's the solution there's like a there's like 50 million gazillion solutions out there. You Negroes just need to pick one. Pick one that you're interested in, learn it, master it. That's your solution. I hate these I hate when people say this to me, especially at this this point in time. You got a whole computer in your hand that's called a smartphone, as long as you got internet access, which all of you have, free Wi-Fi, data plans, whatever, you can find a solution. The problem is you don't, you niggas don't want solutions. A lot of you black men out there want to be grown ass toddlers. You want somebody to take care of you. You don't want a solution to crap a lot of you. That's why y'all spend ridiculous time on YouTube just talking about stupid crap all the time. So I did that video, Black in Black Men's Unemployment Numbers, right? In that article that I was reading from, it said there was like 600,000 Black men unemployed in America this year. Costing a $50 billion drain on the economy. It was talking about how the BWs are getting more education and outpacing Negroes. And then they came up with all these stupid excuses about racism, this, racism, that. And then he, like I said, he come on here. What's the solution? And look, this is this is a common question I always get. Because every time you criticize the black community, which I've been doing this for years, they always come on here. What's your solution? Well, I don't, I only got, I only know of two solutions that work for me. 
military and tech. I don't know anything about trucking. I don't know anything about running a restaurant. I don't know anything about, I don't know. You, you, you name it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not an accountant. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm just a ex-military dude who went to school to learn tech and became a IT professional. And so I tell this dude, I'm like, I got a whole other channel. And so we're about to go to this channel and I'm not, I'm about to show y'all. I'll be dropping solutions over there every day. But here's the thing with this channel, right? I do news stories on this channel talking about how there's like, so I don't, I don't did videos trying to school niggas or people because it's more than black folks that watch this channel on how to jazz up your resume so you can get your resume seen, make it past the artificial intelligence and then what you got to do to get your resume on the desk of a human being. And then what, once it's on that desk, what your resume needs to have on it so that it doesn't get thrown away in the first two seconds of somebody looking at it. I'm doing videos over here educating black folks talking about how there's over like 700,000 unfilled IT jobs. A lot of those are in cybersecurity. I'm dropping videos talking about if you, if you decide to go back to school and get a master's in IT like I have one, they paying people upwards of like $214,000. I'm over here dropping videos on certification information. Like you watch the videos, take notes, take the test. I'm giving niggas quizzes over here. You know what I'm saying? We, I do a weekly quiz over here where I put a timed exam out there and then I'll spend 30 to 40 minutes or whatever going over the questions and answers. I'm about to start doing labs over here and that's going to be at a higher price, but you know, y'all sign up. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we getting, we getting busy out here. You know what I'm saying? Like teaching, teaching niggas labs so that you can develop hands-on experience, quote-unquote hands-on experience, so you can add stuff to your resume to show that you know more than you know you know some stuff. And besides you just taking the test, you actually know how to take that knowledge and apply it in a realistic manner so that, you know what I'm saying, you can walk it like you talk it. Like I'm doing the Lord's work over here. I'm doing white Jesus's work over here, right? And most of my audience is like whites and Hispanics. Shout out to them and Asians, right? But I dropped like mad knowledge over here, right? This is all an accumulation of, what up, Keep It Techie? This is all based off of me doing this for 20 years. I didn't just start yesterday. I started tech. I originally started tech in 1998, but IT in particular was 2002. We're talking 20 years of knowledge. The matching education, I got three college degrees. I got, I, you know, quite a few certifications or whatever the case may be. I don't work for quite a few companies, government and private. And I'm over here just dropping knowledge galore. Right. In combination with my man, Keeper Techie and, and others out there, Professor Black Ops 
and Kev Tech IT and my man Savage Scientist. I just post, I just reshared a video. This brother right here got a master's in IT and he's a computer science major as well. He teaching niggas how to get in, how to, how to learn C. Like we like we like we're out here doing it. So what I'm I'm showing all because and look, I purposely got black people on here. I think Kev might be a Hispanic dude, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But I purposely got Keep It Techie highlighted, Professor Black Ops highlighted, Savage Scientist highlighted, and then I got you know Kev Tech. Like I said, I think he's Hispanic, but it doesn't really matter. I don't have any white dudes listed on here for a reason. Because I want to highlight mostly black or mixed or Hispanic people that are that offer realistic solutions, right? Because I know on the G Dizzle channel, most of y'all are black that watch my content over here. And so my thing is, this question annoys me to the umpteenth degree because I've answered it like a thousand times. But even if I never answered the question, and presented you my solution because I don't know, I don't have the solution to everything. Even if I never answered the question, it still befuddles me as to how you can have grown men, grown men out here in the year 2022, and they act like they don't know how to use a damn smartphone to go find a solution. Like, what are you doing all day? You don't need me to directly tell you what to do or point you in the direction. You can easily just Google something of interest on your phone and then about 50 different pathways or 50 different websites or whatever will pop up, hopefully to spark your interest. Like, why do you need some? Why, why are you as a grown man? Do you need somebody to tell you this? And then you got the nerve as a grown black man to sit around here on YouTube and I'm not just talking about, I'm just talking about ne Negroes in general, but you got the nerve to sit around here on YouTube and complain about the white man, the system, the BWs, all this BS. As if you can't go out there and, and, and research an answer. Especially now when it takes you like literally less than two seconds to get a bunch of answers. Listen, I come from the era of where we had to go to the library, learn the Dewey Decimal System, Walk up and down the stacks. In case you guys don't know what the stacks are, that's what they call the aisles in the library. Because I know a lot of y'all niggas don't go to the library. But when you walk up and down the aisles, that's called the stacks. Pull the books out. Read them. Find the information. Like, we have the internet. Y'all can't, can't do this crap? I, this annoys me. So it just makes me wonder, are you people, are, are, are most modern black men just really grown, ch grown children? Chronologically grown children that they expect society to take care of. Well, we need to put you in a playpen, put a little basketball in there, you know, give you a little sippy cup, read you some stories and give you a nap because you, you, you obviously just cannot function as an adult. You, you just can't do it. I don't want to hear this. Well, it was because I was raised in the hood. I was raised like this. Look, I don't care what type of background you come from. I'm when you turn about 15 years old, you have you can start making decisions to better to to uh, improve your your predicament in life. 
like I say, I went and got my first job when I was 14. I was getting paid under the table, but I was 14. I didn't ask my parents. I wanted money. I understood what money could do at age 14. And there were things I wanted to buy that my parents weren't going to get for me. When I got my first real job at 15 and I started buying all my school clothes, I wanted the fly stuff of my era that my mother and father weren't going to buy because they couldn't afford it or whatever the case may be. Well, if I wanted to go get them pair of J's or that polo shirt or that Tommy Hill figure, that nautical, whatever we was wearing back in the 90s, I had to go work and buy. My parent, my mother and father weren't buying that for me. And so I went and got a job and did it. Like nobody had to tell me. I didn't have to sit there and twiddle my thumbs and try to figure out what I'm going to do with myself. Matter of fact, I started making money before 14. I want to say I actually started, I actually learned the quote unquote hustle. I, I, now granted, I was never like this great hustler. But I remember, I want to say in middle school, probably about fourth or fifth grade, I started selling candy bars. I would take little snacks from my house that my mom bought for me and my brothers, go to school and sell them shits and get a couple bucks. That's when it started for me, understanding the concept of money. Hell, it got, I mean, I did that in college. I used to go to the store. This is before I started working at the cafeteria in college. I think my freshman year in college, I went to the Walmart or some corner store, some store and loaded up on some uh, snacks and sodas. And I became known as a snack man. And then I went and bought a bunch of Philly blunts and, and uh, what, what do you call them other ones? White owls or something like that. Because I used to live in a dorm with a bunch of niggas that sold weed. And they would never have any blunts. So I went and bought all the damn blunts. I was like, well, shit, y'all, if y'all get y'all sack, come buy a blunt for me and get some snacks. Because I know you niggas are going to be hungry. And guess what? There was one point I was making back in 1998, 1999. And, you know, that, that's, the, that's when this was happening. Living in the dorms. I was making probably about 100, 150, as high as $200 a week. That was balling status. As a college student, I stayed with party money. I stayed with clubbing money because I was selling snacks and blunts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Loose cigarettes. I go buy a carton of cigarettes and sell them cigarettes 25 cents a piece. Make like 50, 60 bucks off the carton back in them days. Like, so I always had something, something going to try to make me like, I didn't have to go ask somebody. I just tried to identify a problem and come up with a solution to the problem. All right. We got a bunch of college kids that like to get high. My whole dorm smells like weed. And yes, I used to participate in it my damn self, but there's always this one problem. Everybody's always looking for, nobody ever has, a, nobody ever has a, any blunts laying around. So I went to the store and just bought a bunch of blunts one day. Phillies and White Owls or whatever. The, I can't. No, no. Phillies and Garcia Vegas. And we just sell them. And snacks. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody had to tell me, well, what's the solution? What do you mean what the solution is? The solution is somebody needs to sell blunts. Somebody needs to sell snacks. That's the solution. <laughs> so I'm going to go get some. But, and I didn't have the internet. I didn't have a smartphone in 98, 99. I didn't have internet. I think Tuskegee University, I want to say we, we had just got a computer lab around that time. 
They had just got a computer lab and the internet was like super slow, slow back in them days to the point where nobody even really used it. Go ask Sub-Zero. He was there during them times, I believe. But, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you got the internet. You got smartphones, broadband internet, smart TVs. I mean, come on, son. Nigg niggas, niggas be getting text messages on their, on their freaking watches. Like, you got all this stuff, and, and you still act like you can't figure out what a solution is. And then when somebody presents you a solution, you don't, you're not interested in it. You know what I'm saying? You're not interested in it. Because I do videos over here talking about, like I said, I just did this video about Joe Biden, how the Fed, basically how the Biden administration they trying to pump. They trying to pump a bunch of money into turning uh, into training people to become cybersecurity professionals, because the hacking is getting out of control. The nation state hackers like Russia, China, North Korea, they're constantly messing up crap, hacking stuff. These little script kitties out here causing headaches. It's just all types of crap, right? Like I say, to the point where it's like they need like. It's like 700,000. Matter of fact, I did a, where's the video? Look at this. Over 700,000 cybersecurity job postings. I did this video like a month ago. But you come back to this video over here. This video said there were like 600,000 black men who can't find a job. It's 700,000 openings. And the stuff that I teach you don't have to go to college to learn this crap. You can literally just learn this stuff off of YouTube, courtesy of me or keep it techie or somebody else. So I, I don't want to hear this crap because with this stuff over here, if you, if you were to do what I tell you to do, there's like a 99% like uh, chance somebody's going to hire you unless you got something crazy in your background preventing you from getting hired. That's the only way, or you, or you just suck at interviews because you're because you're a weirdo. Then, then the only way is that that will prevent you from not getting hired. And 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 you can make some really good money. Starting off 50, 60,000 or whatever, you're probably cracking six figures in like two or three years, depending upon what you do and how specialized you get. And then there are other ways you can get into tech where you can go straight to six figures. You know what I'm saying? I don't teach that method because I think that's way above y'all's uh current level of understanding <laughs> that's why i don't i don't teach y'all certifications that'll take you straight to six figures on day one because i don't think most of y'all are ready for that other other youtubers they think y'all are but we, we'll just have to agree to disagree but regardless there are solutions out there and i just don't think black men want solutions i think y'all just want to be baby Y'all want to be, I think y'all want to be babied more than the black. I think that's, I think that's honestly, when we talk about this whole gender war thing, sometimes I think, is this really, is this gender war really about black men being disgusted with the freedoms of black women? Or is it really about black men are just jealous of black women because they can't be, they can't be black women unless you decide to become a, a, a trans gentleman. And when I say you can't be black women, I'm talking about, I think a lot of y'all wish that y'all were born with vaginas so that y'all can find somebody to, to take care of you and trick off on you and flow and flew you out. 
That's what I think y'all want. Which is why I think a lot of y'all don't want to be competitive in the market because as a man, you know, a, a readily identifiable man that has actual man traits, man attributes and skills. You know, like I say, if you come from my era, born in 1980, we came out the womb knowing that we're boys. Like there was never any question about it. I'm a boy. I got to go out there and, and beat up stuff, climb on stuff, jump on stuff, conquer things, explore things. Like I didn't have to be taught this. It was just it was just naturally programmed into me when I came out. There was never any programming in my brain that once I started walking and talking and, and, and being aware of my own existence, there was never any programming in my brain that came around. It was like, I need to find somebody to constantly take care of me. I'm talking about even when I was a kid, I was like extremely independent to the point it was annoying. I didn't like people doing stuff for me. Always, And my kids, well, my youngest son is, Jesus Christ, he is worse than me with this independence crap, right? But I didn't, I didn't like it. I wanted to do it. Let me try it. Let me do it. That was like programmed into me, you know, through the creator. I think a lot of y'all wish y'all were women. That's why y'all beef with them so much, because y'all wish y'all had female privilege that they have. They have the privilege of not working. And finding a dude who will trick off on them or take care of them for the rest of their life. They have that privilege. They were born with that privilege. You weren't. And that's why I think a lot of y'all really have issues with these women because you want to be them. You don't want to go out there and do what you're supposed to do. What, what was pre what should have been pre-programmed into your genetic material that says you're supposed to go out there and, and conquer stuff take over stuff, build stuff, create something for yourself. At least try until you figure something out. But you don't want to do that. You, you sit around here and talk about white people all day long. And, and y'all act like this is, this is slavery where it's illegal for you to read. This ain't, this ain't the old days where you you can you can risk getting strung up on a tree if a white person if if a slave owner caught you get uh, caught you reading. This ain't the this ain't the Jim Crow era where they're giving you subpar textbooks with torn out pages and missing chapters and all that crap. You have the exact same access to the exact same material that the white folks, the Asians, the Arabs, and the Hispanics have access to. The exact same information at the exact uh, speed of now, speed of right now. The same information. If they can go out there and figure out how to get something cracking, how come you can't? How come you are always the only one looking for an excuse? Meanwhile, they are out there, but then your excuse because they ain't black. They, they's this, they's that. Yeah, they're not black. Whatever. But they got they got the same black ass smartphone as you. They pay the same damn uh, $35, $40 a month or $100 a month for cable Internet access as you. 
How could they got the same 24 hours in a day as you? They breathe the same air as you. Why can't you use they live in the same country as you? Why can't you use that same knowledge they obviously appear to be using and, and, and apply it towards your life? Like, what's the problem? And then you pro-blacks out there. Y'all want to come around here with this woe is me and history lesson people to death. But you don't ever want to teach these black folks you claim to care about so much anything of real substance. You know what I mean? I think you guys just want to be children and you want to be women. You want people to take care of you. You don't want to use that tool between. Look, you'll use that tool between your head when you out there trying to plot and scheme on how you can get laid. You'll fit you. You'll fit. You'll spend endless hours trying to figure that crap out. Do I need to wear a suit? Do I need to wear my Jordans? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Do I need to get in shape? Do I need to do this? You'll figure all that out in an effort to try to figure out how you can up your odds of getting laid. So you can take this chick back to your dusty apartment with your little dusty mattress laying on the damn floor with roaches crawling in the background. You'll figure that crap out, but you won't invest any time, hardly any time to figure out what can I learn, become proficient at, so I can put money in my pocket and increase my lifestyle and get me the hell up out of this woe is me void that I've been stuck in. And so I can stop coming on the internet and asking random niggas who make videos, what's the solution? You're on the world's second biggest search engine. Think of that. Think of the irony of this crap. YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine behind Google. YouTube is the number one video platform in the entire world you are on the second biggest search engine and the number one video sharing platform in the world and you come up in here asking me what's the solution you are literally on a website that has millions of channels with possibly millions of channels full of solutions and you can't find one channel with one solution to solve whatever problem you think needs to be solved for yourself or for the community, you can't do that? Why are you on this website? Why are you leaving comments acting like you actually care about the community? What you doing for the community, brother? Like, what, what, what the hell are we talking about here? Are you grown men or are you children are you grown men or do you are you just a bunch of men that wish you could be women? Where somebody goes out there and solves everything for you. you just sit back in the house eating bonbons while somebody goes out there and slays the dragon and, and, and finds all the food and brings it back to you. This is this is insane with some of you people. How y'all think? Then how, why y'all why y'all sit up here whining and cry about crap? This is insanity. This is why I say y'all might be black, black, uh, monoracial black people, not us biracials, monoracial black people. Those of y'all who got two black parents, 
This is why y'all are probably going to go extinct in the next couple hundred years. Oh, us biracials will be all right. Oh, there you go with that biracial. You fucking right. I'm talking about it. Because you know why? You know, aside from Keep It Techie and Professor Black Ops, they'll be all right. But y'all know the origin story for this channel. Do I got to repeat it? I created this channel in response to a pro-black by the name of Taz Exclusives. Who remembers Taz Exclusives, me and his argument on O'Shea's channel where he called me out about my tech stuff? was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I ain't doing it. He hit me with the same question. What you doing for the community? This channel has been around. I started making videos March 28th, 2020 on this channel. 9.4 thousand subscribers. One, two, three, four, five classes that I've posted in two years, right? Now I'm migrating to doing live stream quiz reviews. About to be teaching y'all niggas labs. Also, y'all can come out here, get these doggone certifications, and, and go out there and start getting jobs, right? Like this brother right here. I met this dude in real life. He got hired on his first tech job and he sent me a little money. He should have sent me some more, but whatever. <laughs> he should have sent me $100, but whatever. But he sent me some money because he got his first job in tech. This pro black right here. I started this channel because of some an exchange of words I had with him where he called me out. Two years later, Two and a half years later, go on this channel or any of his channels and find me one damn video that he has created, that he has put black people on to where you can be like, I'm going to take this information, slap it on a damn resume and go get hired. And he is the one that's supposed to care about black folks, y'all, because he's pro-black. He's B1. Go find me one video on all his damn channels since he and I had our initial encounter. Now, you can go do the same thing with Cynthia G. She made a two-hour video about me. Her and Nyla says one time, talking about I'm privileged because my white father raised me, even though I wasn't raised by him. Go on any of their channels. They, they claim to be so much about the community, or at least they were at one point. I know now they're like against black men. But you go out there and find one damn video that these, these, these Negroes have dropped in the past two and a half years that a black person could take, learn from it, go drop it on a damn resume, and go get hired. Go find one video. So this is why I bring up this biracial crap in response to this. Because it's the biracial babbler, the mad mulatto, that, that, that does it, that does this. I do's what I does when I does what I do's.
You understand? But we got monoracial black folks, those of y'all with two black parents, railing about the community all day long, how much you care about whatever you care about. But I don't see hardly any of y'all out, you know, outside of, I'm talking about the pro blacks here. We obviously know Keep It Techie, Professor Black Ops, so Gabe A, but I'm talking about those pro blacks that be like trying to go extra hard for the community. Where's that stuff at? Huh? So that's why this channel was created. Because he, he going to go to Taz channel or he going to go to some other random black manosphere channel. Ask this question. None of them can answer the question. They're going to tell them some stupid shit like, oh, let's, let's go learn. Go learn crypto. Go invest in real estate. They'll give them like these, these vague general answers. But they don't ever like go into the details about how this crap works. And then they only want to create a class on it. I'm like, do you know the money? Do you know the money opportunities you're missing if you're a content creator and you don't want to create a class on the knowledge that you have that you know works? Do you know the money you're leaving on the table? You're leaving a ton of money on the table. People come to YouTube not only for entertainment, but to learn stuff. You create a whole other channel that's evergreen content, advertiser friendly. You throw some courses up on there. You throw some channel memberships on there. You can get it booming. You get a matching website to go with it. You might mess around and be a full-time YouTuber for real. But they'll go to these other people who they be like, oh, real estate. Uh, learn, learn how to uh, uh, do some crypto. And it's like, what's gonna get this nigga hot? This nigga's damn near homeless. As a matter of fact, somebody was in one of my live streams not too long ago talking about they were homeless. Listening to me, I'm like, God damn. You need to go sub to my other channel and and learn a skill so you can get the hell up out the damn streets or the, or the shelter. Like, well, what's really going on here? Shout out to Chris. Damn, G. I'm starting to think David Carroll was right. What did he say? He done said so much. What was he? What do you mean? What was he right about what specifically? What do you mean? I wasn't like this big, huge David Carroll fanatic. I heard stuff on and off. So you have to fill me in on exactly what exactly was he right about. But this, this is how this thing goes. Like, we got my man Professor Black Ops in the building, right? Let's, let's highlight him. We all know about Keep It Techie. There's another brother. I mean, look, we got, look, I, look I'm not saying I'm the only one. And I'm not saying that oh, this is just a biracial thing. No, we got brothers that do it. I'm, but I, I mention that because people make mention of that all the time. A lot of people will say that about me. Are you biracial? Yeah, I am. But, what I'm saying is you got, you got like mad options. So it doesn't even, I don't even be understanding this crap when people be like, what's the solution? Like, what do you mean what the solution is? If you really want to get it popping, you, you would get it popping. If you really want to do something with your life, you would do it. Like, what are you talking about? You just want to be children. You're not kids. 
these are these are conversations I'm supposed to have with my 15 year old son, not with legally grown people who are old enough to buy alcohol. Are old enough to join the U.S. military. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to have some things figured out. You, you might not have all the answers. You might not have everything figured out. Because when I was 21, I didn't have everything figured out either. I messed my credit up in my early 20s. Where it haunted me for like a good four years. Until I decided, let me get it fixed. Let me get it right. And I don't maintain a credit score of above. I think the I think the lowest my credit score has dropped in like 16, 17 years is like a 750. I think that's the lowest it's gotten. Because I learned. I'm like, hey, you know, learn. Let me pay my bills on time. Let me not take out too much debt. You know, let me, let me do common sense stuff, man. Live within my means for the most part. So I don't expect you to be perfect at as a teenager, early 20s, you're supposed to make mistakes. But like I said, I don't know how old this dude is. Jay Taylor, I'm, a, I'm just going to assume he's young. But then again, I don't know. But if this nigga, if this nigga is over 25, if this nigga is pushing 30 and beyond, and he asking me questions like this, he might be one of them dudes that wishes he was a black woman that so he can get flued out and taken care of. Not saying that he is, but I'm just saying that question kind of gives off those vibes. And that's why I think a lot of y'all, that's why that's why that's why I think this whole gender war thing is really about. But black women want to replace y'all because they they recognize a lot of y'all ain't shit. And y'all want to become the B dubs where y'all can find somebody to flew you out and take care of you because you don't want to go in and put the work. You don't you only want to begin the process of putting in the work. Like, let me go on YouTube and research something that I might be interested in learning about that can put money in my pocket and or give me a career. You come on the world's biggest, the second biggest search engine to ask me, what is a, what's the solution to black men's unemployment? Nigga, you are on the world's second biggest search engine. Type in the Google search business ideas. <laughs> Uh, what jobs pay the most? Let's just do it in real time. Let's just see what pops up, y'all. What jobs pay the most money in 2022? Look at this. You got a video posted five months ago. Top highest paying jobs in 2022. Top 10 highest paying jobs in 2022. Highest paying and best trade jobs in 2020. Like, listen. He could have he could have just simply went in here and did this, y'all. Go watch one of these people's videos. Be like, oh, I want to learn this. And then just, just go down the rabbit hole. There's a there's a, a gazillion you this they say there's like a hundred million YouTubers you, YouTube channels out there. A hundred million. I'm pretty sure out of a hundred million YouTube channels, you could find at least 10 channels that will point you in the direction you think you might want to go. He could have did that, but what's your suggestion and how can you help, brother? 
What do you mean? What's my suggestion for how to help with the unemployment numbers? Just type this in right here. And, and go down the rabbit hole. I guarantee, I guarantee you click on one of these random videos, they're going to say IT. Right here. There it is right here. Most in-demand IT jobs. I ain't even got to watch the damn videos. I can almost 100% guarantee they're going to they're gonna mention IT in here or something. And these are all within the past year and a couple months. You don't want to do that? You want to work from home? You want to... There's a chick I'm sub to on YouTube. She got all she do is drop gems about what you can do to work from home to make money. It's like the solutions are there. It's just, do you want, do you want a solution? Or do you want to just be flued out and taken care of for the rest of your life like you're a chick? Or like you're a grown toddler, baby. Well, we got to put a pacifier in your mouth and 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 rock you to sleep. Because that's kind of what is going on. That's, that's kind of what's going on with a lot of black men. That's why these B-dubs don't be respecting you. They be clowning and roasting y'all and talking about how they don't need you. Well, they don't. <laughs> they really don't. Because the same things you can do, they can learn. Like, you got, listen. Black women truck drivers. You got B-dubs out here making whole channels of being truck drivers, y'all. The sassy trucker. Never even heard of this chick. Now she's doing the most. She, she, all right. So she, you ain't going to be able to see. Okay. This is the perfect, look at this. This is the perfect example, right? So you got this female trucker who's obviously, she's driving a truck. She got her CDLs, but she's, she's, She's using her body to help get views. Because there's this other channel that keeps popping up. This chick, she keeps cooking food. But every time you look at the thumbnail, she's in some damn booty shorts. It's like, damn, I don't want, I, I want to, they know what they're doing to get the views. But here's the problem. Black men, I think a lot of black men wish they had a body. They want, they want this body. They won't come out and admit it, but they wish they had a body that can just get views, right? They see this chick driving the truck, doing what she do. She over here arching her back, tie-ties and, and, and breasts all in the camera because they know that's what niggas like. And so they looking at her like, oh, she got it easy, man. She just got to put her breasts in the screen. Yeah, she does have it easy. That's all she has to do because she was born with that, that programmed into her in her genetic material. I think a lot of y'all wish y'all were programmed with that in you so y'all can come on here and, and put your little breasts, <laughs> your little man boobs in, in the damn camera and get views off that crap too. Instead of you just making a channel talking about trucking. Y'all want to do it the way they do it. Well, you can't. You're a dude. Unless you want to go the, what's that, what's that gay rapper that came out? What's that nigga's name? Saucy Santana. Unless you want to go the Saucy Santana Lil Nas X route. That's the only way that's going to work for you. But you got B-dubs out here doing traditional manly jobs, right? This supposed to be stuff men do, right? Uh-oh. Niggas supposed, uh, dudes supposed to be driving trucks. They got whole channels out here. 
getting views. You know what I'm saying? So they can do what you do. That's why they be out here talking about they don't need you because a lot of them don't. Because a lot of them look at y'all like, well, what do I need you for? You can't, you can't figure out what two plus two is. You can't figure out how to go to the grocery store and buy groceries, nigga. Like, why do I need you? Like, what value are you bringing to this equation to where I feel like I should have to submit to you and, and lean on you? Like you're not you're not doing anything. You're not being a hunter and gather. You're not being a hunter. You're supposed to be out there hunting for shit, conquering stuff, trying to constantly build crap. You ain't doing that. You over here asking what's the solution? You you're on, you're on the the second biggest uh, website in the world, search engine in the world, asking what what's the solution? What, what do you mean? You're on a chat, you're on a website full of solutions. People upload ton, I don't know how many hours of video. I think they say it's like 500 hours of video get uploaded to YouTube every single day. Did you you're on a channel, you're on a website where tons and tons of, of content is uploaded every single day. And I'm pretty sure out of that content, you, you can find something. This is insane with some of y'all. There's the song that never ends. Why? Because we live in a tech world. Your whole life is on your whole life is in tech, whether you realize it or not. All your bank account information, your medical records, your school information, your employment records, all that is sitting on a computer somewhere, on a server somewhere. Your credit history. Your 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 life insurance paperwork. All that crap is sitting on a server somewhere, on a, on a database somewhere. So, yeah, that's why tech is, is never going to end. So I just wanted to share that. We're going to be on here long. I'm about to, What time is it? All right, it's been almost an hour. I got to go get my workout in. Then, I got, then I'm going out, taking the wife out later. I'm meeting up with Royce. My mod up in here, one of the YouTubers. He's in town. Me and Royce know each other in real life, but whatever. He's uh, him and his wife are in town. We are we going to get something to eat? Going to this little upscale spot? Go spend go spend a few bands. Uh, I ain't gonna say a few bands. Go spend a <laughs> go go spend a few dollars on the women's and stuff our face like some bosses. You know what I'm saying? I'm working out, G. I'm getting in shape. 2023, I'm going to be typing with no shirt on. <laughs> Boy, stop. You know what? I was thinking about that. I was like, I was like, shoot, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on my, I'm gonna come on, I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna have my chest all out making tech videos too. I need to get my women viewership up because you go look at my tech G channel. My channel is heavily watched by dudes. I got like I got like, let me see, what is it? Last time I checked, it was like 80, 85% of my audience was dudes. I ain't really got too many women that watch me on Tech G. 
I need to get my women audience up. So I might have to go take the shirt off on niggas. You know what I'm saying? Come on camera, you know, put a little baby oil on my chest, be shining all glistening just right. Got my chest muscles bouncing up and down like, like Terry Crews out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't got no taco meat. I, mean, I do got some hair on my chest, but it ain't taco meat. Because, look, I don't have coarse, stereotypical black hair. I got, like, curly hair. But I'm going to shave my chest. You know, I'm, I'm going to be all oiling up, right? Oil and tech, man. I, hey, listen. I messed around. It'd be funny as hell if I actually did that just as a play-play video. And then my channel blew up from that. I'd be like, oh, shit. It's on. Y'all niggas come over here. Look at this nigga with his shirt off. Yeah, buddy. My shirt's off, and we talking tech. Pecs and tech, y'all. That's what I would call it. Pecs and tech. <laughs> Pecs and tech. And then I come on here and show you them damn YouTube checks some cash and two. Be like, yeah, nigga. Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> Pecs and tech pays. <laughs> My wife come back here. What you in here doing? Making money. Okay. You you like you like that new car we got, right? You like them 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 purses and them shoes, right? Them trips we taking, right? All right, well, close the door. It's pecs and tech time. <laughs> yeah, man. But now it's good stuff, man. I'm gonna say workout. I gotta go, I gotta do uh, shoulders and arms today. I'm saying I gotta work on these work gotta work on the gun show, baby. You know what I'm saying look, my goal is let me tell you what my fitness goal is. I got like I wanna I wanna I just wanna look like I wanna get back to I, I'm never gonna go back to my 22, 23, 24 year old self. I wanna get as close to that as I possibly can, but Back then, I was I didn't have any injuries like I do now, and I was able to run like a good. I was able to do a whole lot of stuff. But at this current age, I just want to get to the point where I'm in good enough shape to where niggas will think twice. They'll just look at me and think twice. You know what I'm saying? But then I also want to get in a good enough shape to where when I go outside and I'm washing my car, or if I'm doing some yard work, I got my shirt off and I'm glistening in the sun, and then I see the neighbors' wives looking through the window staring at me. That's all I want to do. I just want to make the neighbor's wives happy. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they looking through the window staring at your boy. That's it. That's all I want. That's it. I, I don't want much out of life with fitness. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make the, the housewives of the neighborhood just, 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 just drool over me when they're looking out the window. That's it. I'll, I'll, I will have accomplished my mission in life. <laughs> Not saying I'm going to go mess with these women, but I just want them to, you know, just drool over your boy. That's it. That's all I want. Man. I'm a simple man. That's it. But yeah, man, Pex and Tex is coming. But um, but that's good stuff, man. So I gotta go work out. Buys, tries, and shoulders, and a little bit of cardio. I gotta get I gotta step my cardio up. I'm thinking about taking these boxing classes. Well, Muay Thai kickboxing. Cause I take my son to this martial arts studio. He does his little karate over there. My youngest son. And then I just signed my oldest son up. So my oldest son, he's going to be taking Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu. And so the guy that teaches, he, he uh, I think he does like an adult class for kickboxing. So I might go sign up. I just want to do it just for the uh, cardio aspect. 
I'm not, I'm not trying to be out there fighting. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'll use it if I have to, but that's, I, it's really just mostly just for a different uh, variety of cardio instead of me going out there, pounding the sidewalk, you know, walking and running. Cause that kind of gets boring after a while. So I want to do something else. But I think that's what, what y'all, what we all should do, man. You know what I'm saying? So we don't, we don't, tap out like kevin samuels over here and do the because you know working out lowers your blood pressure and you know obviously y'all y'all know this lowers your body weight bmi your blood pressure just makes you overall healthier so i think i think that's what y'all should put more energy into is taking care of yourself and there's a ton of channels out there on youtube that can teach you this crap man my wife being here doing fitness uh like she watches these these youtube channels when she want to do her cardio in the morning, there's this channel called Trap Fitness. Anybody know what Trap Fitness is? It's a bunch of black women on there. They be playing trap music, and they be in there getting it, just burning calories like a motherfucker. My wife be watching that damn it all the time. Then she'll go do her little weightlifting. All right. Anyways, I'm about to go. Shout out to my man that put some money in here. Chris, so I, you know, listen, uh, Jay Taylor, if you're listening, don't take it personal, but you know, at some point, you know, you just got to call for what it is, but it's like, you got to go out there and do, you can't be a grown man in the year 2022 moving forward. Talking about what's the solution. That's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. You need to pick a solution and master and learn it and master it. Yeah, DA trap fit. Let me hear him show y'all real quick. Hold on. My wife be watching this. They be, they be, they be jamming too. They be playing, they be playing some jams on there too. So you go type in trap fitness, right? They just do full blown class or oh, trap cardio. My bad. It's called trap cardio. I don't know who these women are, but they be having a couple dudes in there. But they just be in here just straight getting it, man. Let me see. Uh, and, and the chick that owns the site, she be selling shirts and all kind of stuff. My wife bought a couple of the shirts. Let me see. Where, where's the? Uh, oh, here we go. Let's go to this one. Like you just go in here and just watch it. You know they got like whole hour long videos up in here, man. So you see some big girls in here, but here's the thing: y'all can't ever say that big girls ain't working out. Like they ain't here doing what they do. They even got the little little kids up in here. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all like, but man, they just in here dancing. Well, shoot, they be in there. I, look, I see my my wife be she be following along with some of these workouts, and she be drenched in sweat by the time it's done. So it ain't like it's some bull crap. It's just a form of cardio. You know what I'm saying? You do basically. It doesn't matter what type of cardio you do, so as long as you get your heart rate up and you keep you keep it up for a, a certain amount of time. You know what I mean, that's that's still fitness. You ain't necessarily got to just lift weights. I mean, my wife does that as well. She lifts like light weights, but but you know, anyways, this trap cardio, like okay, here's another example, right? 
black men, they're always talking about image and we need to get our fit. Where's the where's the black manosphere fitness channel? Like, I know that there are black YouTubers that have fitness channels because I'm sub to them. Right. There's quite a few of them. Like this one guy here, this nigga is ridiculously in shape. He goes by the name Bully Juice. You think he's like X? He used to be in the Air Force. This brother is in stupid shape. You know what I'm saying? But he puts together all these routines, 10-minute routines, full-body workouts. You know what I'm saying? But he's not a black YouTube content creator. He's, he's just a YouTuber who happens to be black. So my point is, where are all the black YouTubers, the black manosphere, black YouTube content creators who are creating fitness channels? Since everybody cares about health so much. And then everybody being these chat, everybody being these channels talking about how they all in shape. You know, all the black men in black YouTube, they all make six figures and everybody got six packs and, and they're just in ridiculously good shape. Where are these channels? Because look, this dude, Bully Juice, I've been subbed to this dude since he had like 300,000 subscribers. Right? He puts out really good videos of stuff you can just do in your house. Like a lot of body weight videos that, you know, by, you know, you just use your body weight to do exercise. And he's like I say, he's he used to be in the Air Force. He started making these videos when he was in the Air Force. And then, and then he got out the Air Force I guarantee this brother makes a killing off YouTube. Guarantee it. Look at the views this dude gets. He's getting tens of thousands to the millions of views, right? But where are all the black, where are all the black male YouTubers and black YouTube, man? That all y'all are so concerned about health and fitness because Kevin Samuels died. Y'all are y'all are leaving money on the table. Y'all could start up a damn black manosphere related fitness channel that's, you know, and, and go out there and start teaching brothers how to get in the shape. What up, uh, what up, Shar? To ask the question is to answer it. <laughs> but you go back to these B dubs, trap cardio. I could talk about the B dubs being overweight and all that crap all day long but you can't sit here and knock them they at least got a channel where they trying to whip some of these women up into shape help get them motivated you know what i'm saying so it's like where's the black male equivalent this, this is what i'm saying it's like i think y'all niggas want to be a lot of y'all want to be women What's up, dark man? It says, remember a guy I grew up with, he was complaining about the white man, but claiming he was on some sovereign BS owing mad child support. Yeah, niggas is full of crap. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where he got them stats from. I can't. He, he put that video on private, so I, I missed that. I mean, I seen a portion of it, but whatever. But regardless, you got channels like this. Look, this lady, she sells T-shirts, all that crap. Like I said, my wife owns about five of these damn shirts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got 148,000 subs. She started this channel like five years ago. Or whatever. You know, I don't know when she actually started posting, but 
She 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 posts full blown classes of aerobics classes on here that you can follow along to in your own living room. Like I say, I come down here in the morning. Sometimes my wife be in here getting it. They be in there playing Meek Mill. That what's that? Dreams and whatever that damn song is called. They be down here getting it. Like God damn, they over here jamming on this damn thing. But what I'm saying is where. So you can't complain about it. Like, oh, black women fat. Well, at least they're trying to do something to motivate these out of shape women, right? Those who want to take advantage of it. But where is the black male, black YouTube, uh, black manosphere version of this? You know what I'm saying? All we got is niggas crying about black women all day and white people. This is why I be telling y'all, y'all create an evergreen channel like Tech G. You can talk your reckless crap, but then have your evergreen channel and make because this channel makes something. This channel makes me all my money because I don't curse over there. Every video I upload is 100% monetized out the gate. I don't even have to put in a request. I got my memberships. I got like 45 people on member, some combination of a membership over here. I sell courses off on my website. Where's the black manosphere version of this for all this crap y'all be whining and crying about? Like, where, how, like I say, this dude, he's a black YouTuber. He's a YouTuber who just happens to be black, but he's not in the black manosphere. He might watch the videos, but I ain't never seen him like pop up. But all these black men and black YouTube, they could be, y'all, I'm telling y'all could be making videos like this, trying to motivate black, the black manosphere dudes. Red pill, black, uh, red pill fitness, or you know what I'm saying? Like SBE fitness, <laughs> all these little stupid terms y'all got suits and sweat, sweats and suits. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be, you could be showing these brothers how to do stuff so that we don't have to deal with brothers coming to my channel talking about what's the solution or what's your solution, right? Like, like my man's right here. If I look like bully juice and I was in like ridiculously good shape and he came and asked me this, I'd be like, well, I know how to whip you up into shape. Go sub to my other channel, G Dizzle Fitness, Pecs and Techs or whatever I decide to call it. Go, go, go learn. Go, go learn. I'm, I'm going to whip you up into shape. You ain't even, you can't afford a gym membership. Well, you got access to a phone and a laptop. Turn this shit on on your TV. Screw, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And follow along to the to, to the workouts. That's my solution for at least helping you get into better health. Like everybody ain't got to do tech. Everybody ain't got to make a trucking video. You can make fitness videos if you're in such good shape and make money with it. That's all I'm, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm talking about the content creators. There's so much money y'all are leaving on the table. Just sub to what the tech G video, uh, tech G channel. Yeah, we need those high, high value workouts. Shit, I will. That's actually not a bad name. High value workouts, high value fitness. You create a YouTube channel, high value fitness. You take, you take a pic, you go find you a muscular dude. Do you take a picture of Kevin Samuel's face and put it on that muscular dude? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, 
one of my videos from last year's just getting the view. Yeah, that's what happens with a lot of my videos on my other my tech channel. My tech channel, my oldest videos get all the views, and they still go up. They 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 get all the views. That's just kind of how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But y'all could be you know y'all could be doing the same thing. Size four fitness. What does that mean? Was oh, that the name of a channel? I don't. I don't like. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh! I get it. My bad. Size four fitness, like in reference to what Kevin Samuels be talking about. You need to be a size four. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can do that too. So, anyways, it's it's just like I say, all this. All this, what's the solution? Like, come on, man. You're on YouTube watching videos. Dude, there's a there's like a thousand million solutions out there. Go pick one and run with it. You are a grown man. You shouldn't have to be told this. This should just be naturally programmed into your genetics to want to go out there and find a solution. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know what happened. I've never miss, I've never seen so many dudes who act like they just don't know how to use their brain to go out there and try to create something. I've been trying to create crap since I was a kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since I was a kid, I was always trying to get into get involved in something to make some money. Because I wanted to go out there and spend money and do I want to go buy crap. I don't know what changed with y'all. When this change happened, where it just became cool to be to act like you're just a bunch of grown toddlers, man, who can't figure nothing out in life. But that's where we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he probably does. He, now he said he did sub to my Tech G channel. We'll see if he actually, you know. Learns, you know, if if he if he puts an effort into learning the stuff, maybe he will. Maybe you know, I don't know, or maybe he'll find something else. I don't know. Says I think the question really is, what can I do with the least amount of effort of change? What's up, Nick? Yeah, well. I think what's part of this mentality of everybody wants to be rich quick. They don't, they don't want to put the work in to become what they deem as successful. Meaning they want to go to the gym fat and flabby work out for like five minutes and come out there looking like Dwayne Johnson. They want it right now. But that's not how life works. Social media has fooled y'all into thinking that this is how this works. Watching these reality TV shows where they'll flip a house in 30 minutes plus commercials has some of y'all thinking, wow, I can really flip a house in less than 30 minutes. I can, I can, I can go into a house, tear up the floors, and you know, put a new roof on in 30 minutes, have it sold for and make a hundred thousand dollar profit. 
not knowing that they edited the hell of that damn, they, they've been filming them people for probably six, seven months. And they took all that footage and condensed it into a 30 minute episode. Like, I think, I think TV and social media has y'all brain screwed up, man. To where y'all just, y'all just want to, y'all don't want to put the work in because you don't get an immediate return on your investment or instant gratification. And then also when you're out there putting in the real legit work, nobody's going to be applauding you. You're probably not going to get a lot of help from friends and family. Nobody's going to be patting you on the back. Oftentimes you're just going to spend a lot of time with yourself trying to figure it out. A lot of, a lot of lonely hours trying to figure crap out until you start getting the ball rolling and making some money a little bit. Then all of a sudden people are going to be like, Oh man, I knew you could do it. I always believed in you. Be like, well, damn, for two damn years, you ain't say shit to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I think it is. They don't want to put that. Yeah, they, they want the uh they want maximum results with with very little effort. They want to they want to hit the lottery. That's what they want to do. That's what the lottery is. You spend five dollars on a ticket or whatever it costs. And you can win a hundred plus million dollars if, if you got the right combination of numbers. But that mentality ain't going to get you far in life. Because see, like I say, women can do that. Women, women can put in the least amount of work and get maximum return on their on on their investment. All they got to do is look cute enough for somebody to like them. And cute is highly subjective because what's ugly to one man is beautiful to another. So even all them big women, you know, niggas be like, oh, big women, they are chubby chases all over the place, y'all. There are dudes who love nothing but a big woman, and these ain't just a bunch of broke dudes. These are dudes with money too. I know a few in real life or some niggas that make over six figures and they love big women. That's their thing. So beauty is subjective. It's in the eye of the beholder. But women, a lot of women, they, they, they are programmed. They were born with that in their gen genetic makeup to where they can put in little effort and get an extremely high return on investment and value or whatever. Dudes, real men, that's not the case. Nobody's going to be fluent. Nobody's going to be flying you out. Hardly anybody's going to want to put you up. Or if they do, you're going to have to do a little something strange for that. You're going to have to bend it over and bust it wide open. And a lot of y'all, I, I, I don't think y'all want to go that route. <laughs> I don't think y'all want to go the, the juicy smolet. Saucy Santana, Lil Nas X route. So guess what? You're going to have to go out there and grind and work. Earn your keep. Create a solution. Or go find a solution that's already been packaged up. Learn it. Master it. And apply it. And it ain't going to come overnight. You're going to have to put in work. I don't care if you're just starting a YouTube channel. You're going to have to put work in. 
That's just how that's how this goes. All right, listen, this is what I gotta tell you, Thomas. Go listen, just go live your listen. Y'all gotta stay off YouTube, man. Go live your regular random life. Listen, I see, let me tell y'all niggas something. I see more big women with men than I do of attractive, petite, uh, feminine, fit women with men. And I'm talking about when I just live my regular random life, out and about, coming and going, I oftentimes see more women that I personally think are not attractive that tend to always have a dude. And the chicks that I always see that look attractive, I hardly ever, I always, they're always like alone. I never see them with a guy. Never see them with a ring on their finger. I'm not saying that they can't get access to a dude, but I'm just saying. You said my comment has nothing to do with YouTube. Well, it sounds like it's rooted in YouTube philosophy. Don't get it twisted. There are a lot of women that the, the gods on YouTube have told you that aren't attractive. There are niggas out there that love them chicks. They will do any, will kill you over them women. Don't get it twisted. So you might know a couple dudes here and there. That's cool. But for every one guy you know that doesn't like those women, there's probably about 50 dudes out there that like those women. And will will kill your ass over them. Well, the reason why a lot of pretty ladies stay single, well, one, it was, it's, really, it's really a twofold thing. It used to be the big reason why back in the like 90s and 2000s, a lot of women would stay single is because a lot of dudes assumed they had men and they were scared to talk to these women. That was the big reason back in the day. Dudes would just assume, oh, she's beautiful. She has a man. Not knowing, all you gotta do is just you go up to her, smile. You, you smelling good, looking good. Say the right thing. She gonna she gonna probably give you that phone number. You know, what I'm saying she's digging you. Nowadays, it's that it's a combination of that, and it's a combination of I got a bunch of niggas sliding in my DMs all day long. I got off, you know, the shit Ramil we talking about. You got a whole bunch of thirsty niggas. But that don't I mean, but you can still pull them. <laughs> it ain't like they're these myth these mythical creatures. They they just freaking human beings. That's it. They got problems just like you do. But yeah, there are plenty of big women, black uh I, yeah, big women from all races that got dudes, man. Like there are but there are people that are out there that just like that. You like what you like. Who am I to tell you you can't like a certain body type or a certain type of woman? That's your personal preference. We're allowed to have personal preferences. If you, if you like big girls and handle your business, I'm not going to tell you that you can't. I personally don't like big girls. I've never been into them. They're nice. They probably cook their asses off, but <laughs> as far as being a sexual partner, that, that was never my thing. I tried it once and it didn't work out. It was, it was, uh, 
<laughs> I couldn't couldn't get into the uh, to the couldn't get aroused. But uh, anyways, but regardless, you like what you like, man. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people out there that like they like big women. Whole point is you go out there and make yourself happy. Don't be listening to what these niggas on YouTube talking about. Because you, at the end of the day, when you log off that phone, you're the one that got to go in there and be satisfied with the decisions that you make in life, whether it's your per- personal, professional, or your relationship decisions. You're the one that got to live with that, not them niggas on YouTube. And then these niggas on YouTube that talk all this, this man, I ain't doing no marriage. I ain't doing no relationships. Them niggas be happening. I want to say about 90% of them niggas full of shit too. 90% of them niggas full of shit too. Maybe they, 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 they out there with a chick, they booed up with somebody. They contemplating on getting married or settling down with somebody. Don't be believing that crap. <laughs> Don't believe it. Cause look, we used to have niggas that talk like that back in the day before the internet. Like, like these conversations are just re- recycled conversations. Y'all go back to the nineties when niggas was hanging out in the barbershop or at the basketball court or whatever. Niggas was talking like that back in the 90s when I was a teenager. I'm never getting married. Never having kids. Damn, every nigga I know that said that, they all got kids and they all been married or engaged at one point. Are they in a, they've been, they've been in a serious relationship with a chick for like 20 damn years living in the same crib with her. You know what I'm saying? Every last one of them. Every last one of them. It's the same thing now. They just move the conversations to the internet. That's it. The problem is you got a lot of young dudes, these teenagers who are listening to this crap and they thinking this crap is reality because they have no experience. Kind of like, like that nuclear physicist dude that lied. Talking about he's going to be a ship commander. This nigga's 19 years old, just graduated high school. Do you know the commander damn ship? You got to be pushing 40, 50 years old in the Navy. I mean, you've been in there for at least 20 something damn years. <laughs> they ain't finna just they ain't finna just give the keys to a ship to a person who just graduated high school. The hell? He thought that was impressive. And then you listen to because he, he I think Game Changer interviewed him. And you and Game Changer was asking him some questions about his dating experience. This nigga had to go all the way back to when he was like 12 and 13 years old to tell stories about his interactions with the women's. It's like nigga, that don't count. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, that does not count. You you don't get to go back to middle school and tell me stories about your experiences with the women's. I know we're not having that conversation. But the problem is, he came up listening to this crap like that psycho candy dude, and he doesn't have any experience out there in the field of life. That's why when that's why when you hear somebody like me who's forty two. And I can sit here with confidence and tell you that these niggas are full of shit on, on, on the YouTubes that be talking this crap where they're talking about they're going to be single forever, no kids, no marriage. I'm like, nigga, because I've heard these conversations in real time, in real life. Like, I've heard it and I've, and I've seen, I've been around long enough and I've seen these dudes change over time. Like, I mean, listen, you rewind the clock back to when I was 19 to about 20, 21 years old, 22 I was on that same shit. I ain't never getting married. I ain't never having no kids. I was pumping and dumping too. We didn't call it pumping and dumping, but that's what we did. They, they, you know, go out with a chick, smash, and go on to the next one. 
That's what that's what we did. That's what we were supposed to do. But eventually, as you get older, you you realize, dude, that's too much energy. And then these niggas talking about, I don't want no, you just want in-house, you just want a chick to cook. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I do. <laughs> you're right. I don't want to cook my own food. My wife is a hell of a cook. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with having a woman that lives in the house with me that you know wants to wants to give me some loving. I, I think that's I think that's outstanding. <laughs> I think that is amazing to wake up and there's a woman that voluntarily wants to wants to put some loving on you. I ain't got to sit there and sell her on anything about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ain't got to convince her. I, I think that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think that is a great thing. Because when I was out there pumping and dumping, I had, to, I had to put in a lot of work. It was a lot of time invested in going, you know what I'm saying, going to the club, doing this, doing that, trying to meet chicks, trying to spit game highly. It was, it was a lot of time. I ain't got to do all that. I ain't got to spit game to my wife. <laughs> We did that when we was dating. I ain't got to spit game to her. But like I say, we've, we've heard these conversations, man. This is nothing new. But these young people who don't get that experience in the field, they're going to think that this is how you're, this is how you're supposed to function. Yeah, sensible. There's nothing wrong with men and women loving and appreciating each other. I think it's a great thing. You find somebody that wants to build with you. Like everybody, oh, I'm going to go get it on my own. I'm wor- I don't have to worry about her taking half my crap. Like, I, I get that, but you know, listen, I mean, listen, teach his own. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to sell people on the idea of getting married. I'm just telling y'all, a lot of niggas talk this shit in their early years. And then when they get older, you're going to see a lot of them change their tune. I mean, look at Obsidian for crying out loud. How long Obsidian been on YouTube? Six, seven years. Confirmed Bachelor. I just want to bend women over the couch. I want to do this. I want to do that. Now he's over there with his girlfriend making YouTube videos together. <laughs> got, a, got a whole channel with his girlfriend making videos. Talking about relationships. Five years ago, he was the king of this crap, right? Look at him now. That's how it all. That's, that's how it is. I'm just gonna die alone. I'm gonna, I, all right, whatever, nigga. Niggas talk that now because they're young. But when you start getting older. And you can't really take care of yourself like you used to be able to do. You're gonna you're gonna wish you had somebody there to your, your ass fall your ass, you 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 like 65, 70 years old, you fall down. You're gonna wish you had somebody there to lift your ass up. Or you're gonna wish you had some kids to hopefully, you know, come come take care of your old decrepit ass instead of them throwing you in a damn nursing home somewhere. <laughs> Like niggas talk that stuff now when they're young. And it, and it sounds cool for the YouTubes. But as niggas get older, 
You gonna you gonna you're not gonna be as energetic. Like I'm 42, I don't have the energy of my 22 year old self. It's not because I'm married with kids. It's just I'm getting older. I'll be 50 years old in eight years. Your testosterone levels start to decrease. Your sex drive starts to decrease. I mean, this is just shit that naturally happens to the human body as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Certain things decline. For, for most people. This is how it goes. So... Like I say, all this, all this, I'm pumping and dumping forever. I'm never getting married. I'm never settling down. That's young nigga babble on YouTube. That's going to change for most of them dudes. All it takes, they're going to find a chick or they're going to spend a, they're going to spend a lot of time trying to find that chick. Cause a lot of them are looking for that right now. They'll tell you, I ain't doing this. Them niggas is out there wishing they had a chick laid up next to them. They wishing they had a chicken there cooking them some damn breakfast or some dinner. They they want that. But they don't want to get called a simp on, on YouTube to a bunch of niggas that don't know what they look like. Y'all ever, ever notice that shit? Niggas never even turn their cameras on. You don't know their real names. All you know is the sound of their voice. And they're scared of being called a simp. Like, nigga, we don't even know what you look like or what your name is. <laughs> We don't even know what you look like and what your name is. But you're scared to admit. I mean, you're scared to be of being called a simp. Like, if you were to walk past these niggas in real life, you wouldn't even know who the hell they were. But you're terrified of being called a simp from another person who doesn't turn their cameras on and you don't know his real name. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is the weirdest crap. Just, just look at this. Look at, look at what goes on, y'all. You don't know what these people look like. You don't know their real names, but you are terrified of their opinions of you. But you wouldn't even know who this person was if this person walked past you in front of your face. It's the weirdest thing. But you're gonna take relationship advice from a person who's telling you to. Never get married. Never do this. Never do that. Never, never, never. It's like, you don't know anything about this nigga probably got a whole wife in the background. Probably got a whole baby mama back there. <laughs> you don't know nothing about these people, man. They're just saying stuff because it's popular to talk about and it makes money. But I'm telling you, a lot of these dudes are not going to be like that. A lot of them probably aren't like that. Look at Donovan Sharp. How long was Donovan Sharp on YouTube before he blew up and it got discovered he was married? He was on YouTube for about four or five years, had a hundred thousand something subscribers, talking his red pill stuff. Never get married, never do this, yada yada yada. Turns out this nigga been married the whole time. <laughs> Turns out he been married the whole time. Steve the Dean, how long has he been on YouTube talking this game stuff, how to get all the women? Turns out he's married the whole time. Now, I think he's playing a stepdad, if I'm not mistaken. And y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't even, y'all just let them, them details just bypass you. 
And then y'all hear somebody like me say these people are full of shit. Oh, you just hate, man. You just a blue pill, man. The niggas y'all are listening to are more blue are blue pill. They're just trying to monetize red pill content to uh, increase their blue pill lifestyle. <laughs> they're, they're doing the complete opposite of what they're telling you. It don't matter. It don't matter who he's married to and what she looked like. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The whole point is he built a whole YouTube channel and career off of telling dudes how to get all the women's be a player player, how to do this, how to do that. The entire time he married to a chick. And it only came out when the white manosphere put him on blast. He, he voluntarily let that information go. The white manosphere had to do their investigations on it, and then it came out. He'd been married the entire time. Now, look, I'm just like, it is what it is. I mean, why, why lie about it? Why pretend like you're not? Like, my nigga, you're married. Be a married man. Do what married men do. Ain't shit wrong with it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Derek Jackson is another one. I mean, we ain't got to do we got to talk about what happened with him last year. When he got exposed for cheating on his wife. Most people didn't even know this nigga was married. Like, damn, this nigga was married the entire time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, well, I never heard Steve admit to you. Well, if Steve admitted it, and that's cool. But I know Donovan Sharp, he never came out and admitted he was married. He got exposed by the white manosphere for being married. They exposed him. That's how I, I was like, oh, well, I mean, like I said, when I found out, I didn't care. But I was just like, like, why are you pretending to be something that white? Why, why are you doing this? Like, just do you. You know what I'm saying? Why are you just trying to make the money? Fine. But you can still give relationship topics and make money. But th that's not even the point. The whole point is a lot of these dudes who talk about this bachelor life, this single man life, you just pumping and dumping and running through chicks from now until eternity. A lot of these niggas are full of crap. They, they, they are selling y'all a fantasy that they're not even going to, that, that, that most of them aren't living by. And most of them aren't going to live by because as they get older, they're going to settle down. They're not going to want to be out there. They're going to reach that point. Every man does. Very few men can be a, a what was the guy that owned Playboy? Hugh Hefner. Very few men can do that. Very few men can be like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to settle down. Either they're going to get married or they're going to be with a long-term girlfriend. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it's going to go. They're going to have a kid. <laughs> that's just the way it's gonna go look at jamie fox he ain't never been married he got a kid and he was dating that one white chick for like five six years you know what i'm saying like this is what happens angry man it's another one sensible sister 
This nigga got a whole quote unquote wife up in the house with him. Wait, he was married before, if I'm not mistaken. Then his girl, I don't know if they're married or engaged. I don't know, but they live together. Now, look, ain't nothing wrong with that. He's open about it and honest. So I, you know, I ain't got nothing bad to say about it. You know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to hide it. But that's that's the reality of the situation. That's what most dudes you're gonna transition into that. Are you are that's what you're gonna want to transition into? The problem is when you take these youngins that are like in their early, their, their late te- their teenage years and early 20s who ain't never really had experience in life, like that, like, like your nuclear physicist dude and psycho candies of the world, they can't tell the difference between reality and YouTube bullshit. That's the problem. These niggas that were born like 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? They can't tell the difference between reality and YouTube bullshit. They think I'm listening to a bunch of niggas in their 30s and 40s giving me all the game in life, and they don't realize these, these niggas that they listen to got whole wives in the back, baby mamas and long-term girlfriends, one chick. They just, they just trying to settle down and chill and come on YouTube and make a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? They these young niggas think that these niggas is really out here like that, just just running through chicks like socks. They really think this, and they can't seem to figure it out. Well, how is a nigga running through all these chicks, but they be on they be on live for eight hours a day? <laughs> Nobody can put these things together. Nobody can connect the dots. Niggas be like, yeah, I got all the hoes. This nigga be on live eight hours a day. When do you have time to be getting all the hoes? You on the internet eight hours a day, nigga. Something ain't adding up over here. The math ain't mathing over here. But the young people, they can't pick it up. They can't see it. They can't distinguish reality from bullshit. But somebody like me who's lived life and been out there, we can can hear it. We can see it. That's why I can be like, I can laugh at it and crack jokes because I know at the end of the day, that's not the reality for most of these people. It's not going to be the reality. I, I can look at, I got examples in my own family of niggas that was like that, older than me. You know, my uncles and shit, a lot of them talk that same shit back in the day. Every last one of them niggas got a girlfriend or, or a wife or a chick they've been with for like 10, 15, 20 damn years. Every last one of them. Multiple kids and grandkids running around this motherfucker. Every last one of them. Back in their teenage and 20 years, in the early 20s, it was all about just running through chicks all over the place. Now they in their 50s, some of them in their 60s. Nigga, they tried, they, they cooped up, they shacked up with one chick trying to make it do what it do with her. Yeah, over here clocked in working for their woman's lifestyle. Most of them ain't even making enough money to afford their lifestyle. Most of these niggas is making less than minimum wage when you when you factor in how much they make per hour. <laughs> well, that's how I be, man. That's how I be. Yeah, I'm saying Psycho Candy. There's a YouTuber named Psycho Candy. That's his name. 
Psycho Candy has been watching Black Manosphere content since he was like 10 years old. He's like 22, 23 years old now. He literally had his, he literally spent his adolescent years watching the likes of Tommy Sotomayor all the way up to the present day Manosphere, where he knows the history of these niggas. Who came in first? Who was part of 1.0, 2.0, stream team? Like, he, he's like a, a, a wall, he's, he's like a, a, a damn Manosphere encyclopedia. You know what I'm saying? He knows all the major players. Who got started? Thug, when Thug Titian first came out. How long Sarge Willie Pete been on? Like he knows all. He he know he, he was around for he watched the entire thing since he was like 10 years old, 10 or 11 years old. And now he's a grown man, 23, 23 years old. And I heard him say on a video, I'm not even making this up. I heard this nigga say on a video that he has never even held a girl's hand before. I'm like, what? This nigga is like 22, 23, admitted on a video about six months to a year ago that he has never held a girl's hand before in an affectionate way. Like you just holding hands with your girlfriend. Like he's never done that before. And he's in his early 20s. Which... Lead you let will let you know he's a virgin who's never had any type of real affection from, from a girl before. Now he said he has a girlfriend, but then it just then it's discovered his quote unquote girlfriend is a chick in a foreign country he's never met. Like all this is all stuff he admitted on video. You go back and find them videos when he was making the rounds in the black go go watch, go watch Sister George's video, Concrete Rose. He they interviewed him. He admitted some of this crap on there. He said he got a girlfriend. That's in another country he's never met. Then you listen to him talk. He got that weirdo vibe. And then somebody mentioned Jalen. Jalen always being Grandmaster Trolls uh, chat and um, Reg the Bad Guys chat. You listen to him talk. He sound like, I mean, I don't know if Jalen got like a, a, a mental issue or he, I'm not trying to get on the dude, but he sounds a little on the slow end. I'm not saying that to be funny. You just listen to him talk. He legit sounds like he's not all the way there. You know what I'm saying? But he'll be on YouTube in the comments talking about bitches ain't shit and these hoes, yada, yada, yada. But then when he cam up, because he liked to cam up a lot, or he used to cam up a lot, or he hop on GMT's panel, cam up, and then turn that microphone on. Your man sound like he... He just isn't mentally there. And like I said, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm just saying he literally sounds like he was in the special ed class. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be married. I just re I just recently stopped messing with uh various amounts of women. It's useless, time consuming, somewhat dangerous. Listen, every listen. There are pros and cons to being married. Yes, you can risk losing half your crap. That's true. <laughs> but there's also the chance you won't lose half your crap, and then it'll make it easier for you to pass all, uh, uh, pass you know, pass things off to your loved ones. You'll know who automatically gets access to your stuff. But I'm gonna make a will. Most people don't make wills. <laughs> but uh, you know, th there's benefits to being married. You know what I mean? You ain't got to get married. I got an uncle. He was with his wife. Well, he's married to, I think he's married. 
But before him and his wife got married, they were together for like 15 to 20 years before they got married. They were together for like 15 or 20 years before they finally decided to get married. So you don't you don't have to do it. But the whole point is, if you think you're going to if you think you're going to grow into this old dude who just running through girls nonstop, these niggas are liars. These dudes are going to settle down. Not because society is forcing them to, but because biology is forcing them to. They're going to want to settle down. They're not going to have you're not going to have the energy of a of a 18 to 22 year old. Your sex drive is going to go down as you get older. Your testosterone levels are going to go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just not going to be this, this hyped up dude all the time. You're going to want to get out. You're just going to want to chill. You're going to want to be dealing with the headaches of trying to get to know women and going through that. You just want to, you just want to chill and grow old with somebody that knows you. You know them. They know what you like. You know what they like. Y'all got things in common. You like to, you know, sit on the couch and watch your favorite shows together or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Take trips. Do what you do. Don't nobody want to be 50 years old just with a, with a, a string of women coming and going? Like, anybody trying to do all that crap? Most people ain't. I don't know if he got autism or not, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about Psycho Candy. He did the interview with Sister George and them. Go look it up. It's on that their channel, probably still up somewhere. Yeah, you gotta get a will. I mean, look, you gotta you gotta do the will thing. If not, your stuff's gonna go into probate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, listen, like I say, it's when you're a young man, like, like I say, listen, I, I start, I lost my virginity when I was 15 years old, right? And then the second chick I slept with, she was 22 or 23. I was 16. She was 22, 23, right? So anyway, between the ages of like 15 to about 24, 25-ish or whatever, that 10-year run, I lost count as to how many chicks I slept with. I lost count. I ain't going to say I lost count on this, but I had quite a few threesomes. Like, I was I was in there getting it in. <laughs> I was getting it in. I was just, I was moving and grooving like nobody's business. Messing with chicks my age to legally grown women that was, could have been arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we, we was getting it in. I was messing with married women during that time, had caused one or two women to get a divorce from their husband. Like, literally, I kind of wrecked two marriages, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in my early, early days. Because I was messing with the wives, and the wives thought they were going to leave their husband for me, only to discover that, no, no, the hell you weren't. I was, I was, I was going on to something else. I had girls thinking that I was going to marry them. We was going to get mad. Like, I did all that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Telling chicks I love them when I didn't love them. 
just because I want. I did all that shit, man. Broke hearts, got my heart broken. Like I was a wild dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I didn't consider it wild. I just considered this is what I was supposed to do. I'm young. I'm supposed to be out here having fun, just just running through things. You know what I'm saying? After a while, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Now, it's easy for me to say it because I did it. I started, like I said, I lost my virginity in 10th grade. And I was 15 years old. February, uh, February 13th, <laughs> 1996, right before I turned 16. Right? I remember the day I was watching Busta Rhymes. I was watching uh, BET Rap City. Buster Rhymes, Wuha was on the TV. I, like I remember the whole details from when I lost my virginity. It wasn't wasn't nothing to wasn't nothing to you know brag about. It was just like a, I I was I was a two minute man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it happened. It was over just that quick. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. But I had a I had a lot of experiences after that. You know what I'm saying? Now you take some dude that's never had those experiences. They still a virgin into their twenties and thirties. You know, I get it. They want to go through their whole phase. They want to be hoes. Essentially, I was in my whole phase. My whole phase started when I was fifteen. They want to. They want to be hoes. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. But the problem is, I think when you when you don't go through your whole phase at an early age, you're like your teenagers or your early twenties and you wait till you're like your thirties and forties. I think you run the risk of becoming this, becoming misguided and, and disillusioned uh, think, thinking that this is how things are supposed to be. Like you're going to have, like you're going to just be in this whole phase until your sixties and seventies. You're never gonna want to settle down. Never want to do anything. Like I think, I think that's a little. I don't. I don't think that's the way this shit should be going. Now you open yourself up to all type of potential risk and dangers because you just you just weren't schooled early enough to learn this crap. Like life is the best teacher. You go through some trials and tribulations at an early age that'll prepare you for when you get a little bit older, hopefully. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I think. That's what I think is going on here with some people. But then, you know, like your psycho candies and all these other dudes. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, 15, I was, I was, I was in there. <laughs> 15, I was in there, baby. We was, we was, we was ready to go. It wasn't like, it wasn't like I, like I say, it wasn't like, listen, I'm not trying to brag on that. It wasn't like I had to put in a lot of work. It was, like I say, let's take the, the second chick. Like I say, she was 22, 23. I was 16. I was working at Burger King, working the cash register, smelling like whoppers and onions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she came up there. And I know she just kept staring at me the entire time. I didn't even know how old she was. I'm like, damn, this chick is like really ice grilling me. You know what I'm saying? So I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna go holler. I went outside and holler. She gave me the number. We spoke on the phone. Turns out she was like, oh yeah, I'm 20. She asked me how old I was. 
I initially said I was 17. I was like, oh shit, let me let me go ahead and lie. And I came out and told her, I was like, nah, I'm actually 16. And she still wanted to fuck with a nigga. Like, she, she invited me to the crib. I remember the first time I went over to her crib, right? I'm 16 years old. I went over to this to this grown woman's, like, like I say, a 22-year-old, 23-year-old is what was a grown woman to me back in, when I was 16. Not just from a from a from a age perspective, but back in them days, I, I thought that was a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? So I remember I go to her crib. First time she invites me over to the crib. Right? She stayed around the corner from my parents, too. So the first time I went to her, I ain't never seen her before. First time I went to her crib, nigga, she opened the door and was wearing lingerie. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in my little 16-year-old brain thinking, oh, shit, I got a grown woman opening the door for me wearing uh, lace lingerie. This chick had a kid and everything. She, she had like a little three or four-year-old child or some shit. And she had a boyfriend, I found out. This chick had a boyfriend, too. She, she, uh, I don't know where this nigga was, but she let me into the crib. Nigga, I, you want to talk about a nigga was nervous as shit? I'm talking about nigga, I was in there like nervous. I ain't know what to do. I was like, oh fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a grown woman over here like seducing me. Nigga, she just was like, I remember she just like sat on the chair next to me, and was like, relax. Nigga, she stuck her tongue in my ear and she was like, I'm about to take care of you. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was it. She and I had like a little thing going on for a few months after that, but uh, it was it was uh that was that was my I got I got R Kelly'd by her. <laughs> I'm never gonna report. I'm never gonna turn her in though. You'll never know her name, but uh, whatever. But yeah, I started early, man. I was getting it in. Now I don't regret it. I don't regret it either because like I said, I don't I don't have that desire to go out there and be like conquer the world I mean well yeah she was she was like 22 23 years old man and they say she had a thing for me um, I still went and spoke to her first but like I said I didn't know how old she was I thought she was a little I thought she was like 18 or something but when I found out she found out how old I was we was like fuck it let's get it in anyway Now, looking back, yeah, I mean, of course, in today's climate, yeah, that's a crime. But like I say, I'm not finna me to her. Let me see. She's probably, she got to be like 48, 49 years old now. <laughs> she's like six years older than me. So she's about, about 48, 49 right now. So I ain't finna fuck, I ain't fucking with this woman. You know what I'm saying? But it was different back then. You know what I'm saying? Back in the 90s, nobody really cared if teenagers was messing with grown people male and female like it wasn't like this seriously frowned upon thing everybody was getting it in. i wasn't the only one it was everybody was out to get it in look times have changed you know what i'm saying like today everybody's like oh my goodness but the reality is it still goes on the problem is you're going to get shamed. But back in the day, nobody gave a shit. Teenage girls was dating older dudes all the time. Nobody gave a rat's ass. Even the parents knew what was going on. Nobody cared. The culture was different back then in the 90s when I was coming up. I got a cousin that got caught. Let me see. How old is my, my cousin's like 15 years younger than me. He got caught his when he was a junior how old is this little thing? Hold on, let me think. 
he got to be about 26 now. But when he was in high school, like 17, he got caught messing with one of his teachers. I think they fired her or something like that. I don't know. But nobody, nobody like, nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nobody in my family, to my knowledge, you know, really said much. It was like, okay. Uh, maybe because he was a dude, he played football, and he was in like hella good shape back then. So it was just like it was it was kind of expected, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, we could see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you know, because I, I looking at him like, nigga, I did the same shit. <laughs> like, like what you want me to do? You want me to lecture you on something that I did too? I mean, I didn't mess with a teacher, but I messed with, you know what I'm saying? Something I wasn't supposed to mess with either. Like, I can't tell you not to do it. I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Shit, it was like I view it as like a rite of passage. You know what I mean? Now, if it happened to my son, let's just say, let's just say a grown woman. My son, he's about to be 16. My son is the same age as me when I was out there doing all this crazy shit. Now, if a chick grown and pursued my son, how would I feel? I'd be pissed off. I'd leave my son alone, right? But let's just say my son came and told me he smashed one. I'm not gonna sit here in front. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm not gonna be like, good job, son. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna sit here that like I'm not gonna be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like what she look like? All right, good job, son. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm just, you know. What if you had a daughter? I don't have a daughter. Now, I got a niece that's about to be my, my my brother. His wife is pregnant, and I'll have a niece come January. And we're gonna have, we're gonna have to kill niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we come from the era of double standards. We come from the era of, you know, men can get away with certain shit, women can't. It's kind of like right now, right? Who I was laughing. Who, oh yeah, my uncle. I was my uncle was telling me this shit. My, I was getting my hair cut about a week ago. Well, two weeks ago, I went and saw my uncle. And he was telling me. <laughs> my uncle was like, he's uh, he, I think he ran into like an ex-girlfriend. Like my uncle's in his 50s, right? And he said this ex-girlfriend, the reason why they broke up is because she cheated on him. And so my uncle was like, he was like, I don't give a fuck how many times I cheat. You can't cheat. He was like, I'm allowed to cheat. You can't cheat. And I looked at my uncle. I was like, I feel the same way, bro. I feel the same way. I can go out there. I, I can go out there and cheat. I've never done this with my wife, but I'm just saying, even when I was young and single before I met my wife, I used to cheat on girls all the time. And then they would take me back. Some of them would take me back. But let her fuck around and cheat on me one time. Relationship is over. There is no, there is no coming back from that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's a double standard, man. I come from the era of double standards. I can cheat and go out there and do all kind of crap, and I can come back and we can we can go on with our life as a you know happy married couple or <laughs> happy couple. You fuck around and cheat. That's it. This shit is over with. Ain't no repairing it. That's 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 the that's the world. That's the worldview I come from. I don't come from this. You know what I'm saying? You cheat, I cheat. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? No. I'm the only person that's allowed to cheat. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the mentality we come from, man. I'm the only one that's allowed to cheat. You ain't allowed to do nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, be hurt. Because when dudes cheat, they're not dude. Most dudes don't get emotionally attached. It's just sex. Women cheat. There's And I can, I can prove this because, look, there's this one particular chick I used to mess with when I was like 20 years old. She was married. She was like 22. She was married to this nigga. And she had like two kids with this dude. And um, 
she she uh you know we got together you know cheating smashing doing doing our thing we were just supposed to be on some old casual friends with benefits stuff she developed she started she started developing feelings for me to the point where she wanted to leave her husband for me i was like chick i'm not here to, i'm not trying to fuck up your marriage like no i'm not uh-uh, i'm not you're not leaving this nigga for me like no y'all got kids i need to go fix this shit <laughs> You need to stop cheating. I told her, you need to stop cheating on your husband with niggas like me. I, I told her that shit. She thought it was funny. I'm like, I'm dead ass serious. You need to stop cheating on your husband with niggas like me. You need to go fix your marriage. Work on your shit. Because, you know, before that, it was it was all fun. Then all of a sudden, she started writing me love letters. And, and then she started, you know, just, just doing all this weird lovey-dovey shit. I was like, I remember, I remember one time she saw me. I was walking with another chick. And uh, cause I, I was in the military at the time or something like that, and she saw me with another chick, and she got all jealous. Looking at her like, "Bitch, ain't you married? Like you married? Like how you gonna get jealous? Cause you see me with another chick, you got a whole husband at home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you, you can't sit here and judge me. And get, that's why I know she started catching feel. I'm like, look at this shit. So, so, but what I'm saying is, dudes can cheat because there's no emotional. You know, we don't get emotionally attached to the crap. Women, y'all can start off cheating, but eventually you're going to develop feelings for this dude. Especially if this nigga's hitting it right, you're going to develop feelings for this dude. You can only you can only let somebody beat that thing up so many times before you start catching feelings. Like it's almost impossible for women to not catch feelings, especially if you're sleeping with the same dude over and over and over again. He's just knocking that thing out the park every single time. It's almost impossible for you to not catch feelings. So that's why if a woman cheats, a dude is going to take that shit to heart because he knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? He knows. The dude knows like, oh, shit, this nigga is potentially finna make my woman fall in love with his ass. You know what I'm saying? You know. But you only learn this when you uh, go through those things of being a little... A little grease ball like I was back in the day, but I had to be. You know what I'm saying? Help me become the man I am today. <laughs> gotta go through these things, man. Oh shit, I'm been here two hours. I right, I gotta go. I gotta go work out. We've been here talking about some stupid shit the entire time. Y'all be safe. Appreciate everybody put some money in here. Go subscribe to the Tech G channel. Y'all be safe. I gotta go work out. Peace. <laughs>